Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another happy hour. Um, as always, if you choose to drink, please do so responsibly. Uh, and, you know, we've been talking a lot. There's a lot of heavy stuff going on lately in the United States, in the world. <laughs> and <laughs> we got some uh, potential vacation and moving happening. Yes, in it's very stressful. Lives. Very, oh, moving is so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, so we thought we would do a lighter one today that's sort of a companion piece to our Turning Red episode. But what are you sipping on, Samantha? I think I had this the last time, but it's the Bell's Oberon. Uh, I got the can edition because typically they come in glass bottles. But yeah, I'm just drinking a beer. It's a very summery beer, probably one of my faves. Not mm-hmm. quite a wheat beer, but almost a wheat beer. So it makes me happy, but still very beer-y. But yes, mm-hmm. and by the way, we're not sponsored. Hey, but someone, Bells, you want to sponsor me? I love this beer. <laughs> yes, hey, reach out. <laughs> um, I'm drinking essentially a margarita, but I used my special color changing stuff. So it's yeah. purple, purpley blue. Because uh, today is Revenge of the Fifth as we record this. Yes, of course. And I'm drinking out of my Vader glass. Yes, it's exciting. That's exciting. She is so decked out in Star Wars. No surprise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my friend texted me because we're supposed to go see A New Hope theaters. And she's like, are you dressing up? And I said, I'll probably wear some light costuming. And she was like, I meant like a dress. And I was like, who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> I completely no. thought the same thing. You guys are going to a very themed thing <laughs> at a theater that is known for people dressing up. So yeah. as in costuming. Mm-hmm. So that makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> It was very, very funny because I could tell she was confused. <laughs> but that's actually a good uh, segue into the conversation I wanted to have, which is just kind of a lighthearted talk about some uh, crushes we've had, some fan stuff we might have done that now feels very 
embarrassing because after Turning Red came out, I did have all of these memories come back to me. I am clearly someone who does fan a lot. Like I get really into something, which I have been shamed for in the past, but we're not really going to talk about that today. I I didn't mention in that episode, which if you haven't listened to it, go check it out, that I have written several fan letters in my day. And all of them, I, I don't know if regret's the right word, but I hope they're destroyed. I hope they don't <laughs> exist anywhere. <laughs> That's amazing. So one of them I wrote when I was nine years old, I had a huge crush on Ryan Gosling. He was in a show called Young Hercules that I still own. I, I recorded them on VHS every day after school. And so I'm like, I bet I could convert these and maybe make some money or either I'd get sued. Probably that one. Um, <laughs> but I had a huge crush on him, like embarrassingly huge. I had a, a little Reese's lunchbox that had pictures that I would cut out from paper, yeah. like magazines and stuff. I had a little like talkback thing from a time in the show where he said, I love you. And I would just play it. Yeah, it's bad. It's embarrassing. I love it. <laughs> I, love I wrote it. him a letter and I dotted all the eyes with hearts. Hearts. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that's amazing. Even better. I feel like that's just iconic. It's an iconic move. Oh, I dotted all the eyes with hearts. It was a two-page letter. I really don't remember anything it said, except at the end I said, P.S. Will you be my Valentine? Aww. Oh, I hope it's been destroyed. Oh. I, I I don't know why. I feel like I hope it exists. I don't remember doing fan letters. Um, to be fair, like I think that's a lot of that is a blur for me. Mm-hmm. I may have because my brother did. And one of the fan letters was for Tiffany, an 80s musician. And oh, he actually uh-huh. received something back. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, interesting. But I did have the New Kids in the Block lunchbox yeah i definitely had that and carried that around i want to say it was joey that i loved oh i can't remember if it was joey or jordan i think it was joey because i knew he was closer to my age uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> at that point in time but yeah i definitely was there beyond that i don't think so of course i still had the fantasies as a teenager that yes one of the instinct boys again lance bass which is so absurd <laughs> in so many levels obviously right. that lance bass was definitely going to find me meet me and we were going to have that moment such as turning red where he realizes mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not like the other girls yes again this is really right. bad misogynistic tropes in my head and therefore more special for him to choose which again he could care less if i'm not like other girls because he doesn't care about girls. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that. Like that. Right. And that is one point uh, I wanted to make in the Turning Red one and we did it. I do believe like that kind of fangirling and falling, feeling like you're in love with somebody. I actually cried the day I realized Ryan Gosling and I were never going to get married. Yeah. It is a safe space to explore sexuality generally. But as we talked about in the emo pop one, not always. So Right. That is a good note. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so I got older. My next big crush was Daniel Radcliffe. I had it. Oof, it was bad. Very huge crush on him. It was was like started because, as I said, I generally go for fictional characters. So it started as Harry Potter, but then because he was Harry Potter's age, it kind of became like very intertwined for me. (laughs) I wrote him a fan letter. This one I find even more embarrassing because at least with the Ryan Gosling one, I was nine. 
This one, I was 14. And I wrote a letter in which I tried to break down. I, I think I was trying to seem deep, but I was talking about the meaning of life and like, yes. what is it all for? And like, and then at the end, I this seems to be a theme with me. I put some note of like, you know, in America, there's this thing called prom. I don't know if you've ever wanted to go, but like, you know, I'd be available. <laughs> That's so amazing. But you know what? Kids are doing that today and they do typically put it on social media. And sometimes it works. Is it sexual? <laughs> no. Is it all about, oh, this is fun or publicity or whatever, a kind-hearted mm-hmm. gesture? Yes. But hey, you shoot your shot. <laughs> And I missed. <laughs> Which is, again, for the best, I think. <laughs> I hope I mean, you never read it. <laughs> who is Daniel Radcliffe with now? Like, she's not a big celebrity, right? She's someone educational. I feel like it's... Uh, I have to go back and look. But it's not like your typical young stars. Like, he was never into that. So, who knows? Maybe, had he just read it instead of bypassing it, like, probably his publicist, publicist <laughs> probably his publicist was just like, nah, we're going to just stamp these. You know, had he re- maybe read yours, it could have been oh. a different story. You think right? there's some, like, branching universe where I actually maybe. did go to prom? <laughs> maybe with Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, my gosh. Again, I can't remember the contents of the letter other than the general vibe was very, like, emo. emo. Oh, so emo. Oh, and I think at the time, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I'll admit it. I did watch, like, interviews with him. So I was trying to be like, he said something like he liked emo girls. So I was like, aha! Uh, (laughs) it's a perfect match (laughs) I mean that was the idea behind publicists in there like to get to the point that it feels like they are talking to you individually and Mm -hmm. pointing you out and those connections can only be felt by you Uh, (laughs) it's a genius marketing rat like it's kind of that whole thing of like for the longest time the celebrities could not show that they were in relationships, especially if you were a teenage uh, heartthrob type of conversation. And yes, mm-hmm. I said heartthrob. I am old. Don't start with me. <laughs> but they they had to be present single because they needed to be ever present oh, and available yeah. to mm-hmm. the fans. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's definitely a conversation. And again, not that Lance Bass would have come out anytime earlier, but one of the things about being in a boy band was, no, you can't be gay. You have to yeah. be straight. These girls have to believe they have a chance with you like in that level and that conversation and like what that looks like and how that goes and this again for those you have to also have this like level of purity as well which is that whole different trope in itself Mm -hmm. but yeah like they were smart they played the game they made sure that they felt this energy and connection and be real and you know we have to have this conversation not necessarily because people are crushing on us in general, but the fact that we are very honest and try to, uh, we understand people can pick up on fake pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd forgotten about that whole conversation. I'm glad you brought that up because that was the conversation with Taylor Swift even for a while where they were like, she's hiding, she's dating someone because she needs to be single. A lot of boy bands do have that. Can I rant for a sec? Please. 
Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. I don't like to see the fandom where you turn on the love, the person who is with whoever you're crushing on. Right. Because you're then you're mad because you can't be with them. At least for no legitimate reason other than right. they're with them. That and that's yeah. intense, especially in the age of social media, is yeah. the way they attack people's partners. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Justin Bieber, but when he got together with his new now wife, it was a whole dra- dramatic thing. She was getting so harassed. It was over yep. the top. And without even knowing who she was, like, of course, there might be other reasons not to like her. I don't know. I don't know anything about her uh, other than she is a beautiful woman who came into her own, got together with Justin Bieber, and now, like, finally got to the point of just, like, them being a couple and being fine. But, like, she mm-hmm. still gets messages about how they hate her in comparison to Selena Gomez. Yeah. Oof. That whole celebrity dating scene with fans just sounds like a nightmare to me. <laughs> it's so weird things like this whole ownership of a couple yeah. of them on top of the individual too. It's such an odd level of uh, loving someone or yeah. really uh, feeling like they're in tune with someone. And, and to a certain extent, sure, you do mm-hmm. you as long as you're not harming anybody. But if you're throwing out threats and calling people names because yes. you're mad, it's like, oh, you might want to take that back. Yeah, and I've thought about this a lot because of fan fiction. But as I said, when I first started reading fan fiction, everyone hated, pretty much everyone hated all the women or girls. They hated them because essentially it was 
oh, Ginny Weasley, who is a very popular one that everyone hated, she stepped in and like ruined this for me. Like she's not good enough or whatever. But it was hate. Like you can criticize a character, but there's a difference between that and just like outright hating them because you think they got in the way of your relationship. And luckily I've seen that Again, I'm in a specific corner of fan fiction, so I don't know. But in my experience, it's changed. And now people are really embracing um, these characters, which I'm very, very happy to see. But ultimately, like when you're seeing it play out with these real-life celebrities, um, these are real people. And you're attacking them. You don't know them. And also, it's still it kind of comes down to still like pitting women against women for a right. dude. right. Mm-hmm. And it's really uh, concerning when they start blurring the lines from the actor or the person who's portraying a character to the character in the level, which kudos to them. They're an amazing actor if they can really fool you into thinking that's them, that that's their persona. Also really bad at the same time. Like, I still feel bad for the dude who played Joffrey in Game of Thrones. And he pretty much essentially was like, I quit. <laughs> I yeah, don't think I can do anything else. Because yep. he played mm-hmm. the worst character so well. Like, he did mm-hmm. so well in that character. And it turns out, from what I've heard, of course, I don't know him, just that he's just a genuinely good kid and good guy. And people who knew him loved him. Mm-hmm. But his character is so horrendous. That yeah. he's like, no one's gonna like. I'm tired of acting. I don't. This this acting process was, you know, painful. Whatever, and I'm, I, it's not for me. Whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like, also probably knowing that this is gonna be the typecast, and he may forever be the villain. Right. Which some people are okay with Gary Oldman, one of the classic bad guys. I'm like, every time I see him, I'm like, you're the worst person <laughs> ever. Yep. <laughs> Sans, you know. Uh, Harry Potter, but you know, he really does play that character so well, and he loved mm-hmm. it. He loves that character mm-hmm. for the longest time. That is kind of like, oh, it's really hard to differentiate you because you're so good at it. But yep. realizing, like, we can't abuse people <laughs> just because we don't like the character they played, or like genuinely begin to hate it not the character, but the hated the character in itself, or mm-hmm. because they're with someone and it's not you. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's a whole conversation about uh, so much like fan entitlement, fan entitlement and ownership that is real, really problematic. I will say, in my case, Danny Radcliffe did send me a response. It was obviously Aww. not him, but you know, I did Again, get a response. The publicist did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did get a response. I got an autographed picture. And I later uh, saw him at a play in New York and I got his autograph in person. Aww. And I froze like you wouldn't believe. Oh, I was going to say, did no, you ask him it, on a date? It's like I turned into a mannequin and I was just holding it. And he walked by and signed it. And that was the end of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably I the love best that again. <laughs> I love that moment. There'll be moments like that. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I was suddenly uh, like, this is the word. Why did I try this? This is terrible. Get out, get out, get out. <laughs> yeah. I do that with people that uh, other people don't know, but I yeah. have admired from afar that I'm like, yep. and they genuinely don't typically get that reaction. But because I know of them, I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't talk to her. Can I talk to her? I can't talk to her. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just. Yep. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I we that. heard that with Park Cannon. I remember. I know. <laughs> so flustered it was so bad <laughs> I still love her she called me soon after and called me friend I was like oh that's so sweet this is my dream I haven't talked to her forever <laughs> meaning that one time uh, <laughs> but yeah, you, yeah people who I admire and do amazing things I freeze and I just mm-hmm. babble it's hardcore mm-hmm. it's hardcore for me me yeah me too me too 
I don't think I've ever... I actually don't super, as much as it doesn't sound like it right now, I don't super get into celebrity culture often. That's why when I do get into it, I get into it. It's right. Big. I think the person I would be most nervous about, because we've talked about, well, a couple of people I'd be most nervous about, because I think we had a dream list Eve, mm-hmm. when she was producer back when, was like, send me your dream list of people. And mm-hmm. I was like, those would be the people I would like just buckle under I think Michelle Obama was like the big one I was like I would die mm-hmm. I would die um and then below that would pad the locks for me and I was like please for the love of Jesus let me meet her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey there's still time there's still time but yeah yeah I was just thinking about this I because ever since we did that turning red one and then my friends and I because I've been very open about writing fan letters and kind of the embarrassing, well, looking back now feels embarrassing to me, fan stuff that I've done. But I've had some friends come out of the woodwork. And I I really enjoyed the conversation and hearing like, oh, you wrote a letter to that person. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did not ever write a letter to Billy Joe Armstrong or Green Day. I was going to ask. That was my big band. I did join their fan club. Uh, okay. I paid money to join their fan club. But I never had eno- the money to do that. But yeah, I thought about it. Yeah. Oh, it was nice. I mean, they put up like clips and new songs and stuff. I think it was 20 bucks. But uh, I I definitely went to So they have a tradition at their concerts where when they play Longview, I think that's the name of the song. Oh gosh, if I got it wrong. I'm a terrible fan. Uh, they bring on a person from the audience to play with them and then the person gets to keep the guitar. And I tried. I went to like five concerts trying to get up there and be the one. I learned to play guitar because of that. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, wow. so that's some serious fan activity. You would have been, would you have been one of those girls who just sits and cries or passed I out? I don't think I would have cried. I think I would have been shaking so badly, which I actually saw happen to somebody who got pulled up on stage. It was yeah. a young kid, actually. He was shaking so badly, couldn't play. And they were very kind with him. They they started playing for to cover up yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. I don't think I would have passed out, but there would have been some, like, I think from the back row, from the nosebleeds, you could have seen me shaking. So yeah, badly. yeah. Yeah, that it sounds like fun. And then you would think about the real, like, implications yep. of it. And then you're like, no, I don't, I don't want that. I, don't, I do that not, do terrible. not want that. <laughs> and the people would have been recording it and then it's on YouTube and that's who you are. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for reminiscing with me. And hopefully this gave a bit of a much needed bright spot in all this kind of grim territory we're in right now. Cheers. 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 Oh, my goodness, listeners. If you're open to sharing some fan letters, (laughs) things you did, that would be amazing. You can email us at stephaniemomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I'll never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Uh, we are big fans of Christina too. Oh, huge fans. And huge thanks fans. to you for listening. <laughs> stuff I'll never told you is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. 
not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. 